This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. How much would you pay? For a jar of water from the Splash Mountain Walt Disney World ride. I know. I know. Some people are trying to sell it for $25. Another seller has it only for $5. So he's just got to look around to get a cheaper price. An expired Fast Pass card for Splash Mountain going for $5,000. Walt Disney's. Uh, Splash Mountain closed down this past weekend ahead of its rebranding under a Princess and the Frog theme. Now, there were huge lines and an outpouring of mournful posts from Disney adults on social media. I know. Wait times, 220 minutes. (laughs) To go on Splash Mountain. Thankfully, I'm happy that I, I actually you know, rode on Splash Mountain once or twice in my life, so I don't have to relive that. But it's sad. It's sad. I should have actually put this in Who Died Today. Uh, Splash Mountain, dead. At the age of almost 33, 34 years old. I got open in 1989. Probably should have known that. Uh, Splash Mountain, rest in peace. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So here in Dallas, dozens of local men, including some community leaders, were arrested recently at hotels in Frisco, Texas, and in South Lake, Texas. And that's the greater DFW area. And it's part of a multi-agency prostitution sting. So, first of all, let me say that I think it's insane that the prostitution is illegal but that's another story and we can break that whole story down some other day on how you could legalize it and make it work for everyone however uh, this happened according to federal officials in the dallas branch of homeland security investigations 46 men included a volunteer firefighter, a youth pastor, a high school teacher, and a coach, a semi-professional hockey player, and the director of operations of a large hospital network in North Texas. All were arrested. All right? And they all were arrested for solicitation of prostitution. Now, I know that it's Human Trafficking Awareness Month. I mean, everything gets a month now, so human trafficking should have their own month, and they do. And that's this month of January. Uh, Homeland Security Dallas officials said undercover operation coincides with the Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Oh, that's wonderful. Often, commercial sex workers are the victims of sex trafficking because they are either underage or were forced into the role. We hear this or read this, every one of these stories lately, on these arrests. I I got you. Uh, The human trafficking is terrible. And these people, according to 
uh, Tarrant County Sheriff Bill Weyburn, who you've seen on this very network before. Uh, those who traffic victims are the scourge of the earth. Agreed. Agreed, Sheriff. I'm with you on that. What about these uh, these people, though? I was wondering what was going on with these people because they allegedly made online arrangements to meet people for sex. Interesting how that's worded, meet people for sex. It doesn't say meet underage people for sex at hotels in exchange for money when the men arrived they were interviewed by officers and taken to the collin county jail so did they actually do the act or did they just arrive and the cops said hey you here for the hooker ah you're under arrest um okay all right fine no problem so according to this story frisco police say during the operation and following the investigation they found no evidence of local underage sex trafficking contrary to rumors were there were there rumors that this might happen is that what we're doing now we're busting people because of rumors okay all right no problem now this i mean we've had people now they're losing their jobs and losing their livelihood over trying to hook up with a prostitute at a hotel. It just drives me insane. That's all. It just drives me insane. So, and, and they, in Frisco, they released the mug shots and names of the 23 men. The other men, that has not happened to. So, I mean, it's just... It's just incredible to me. And I know that we're we're all against human trafficking and underage sex trafficking. And, and I get it. I, I, I got it. It's a problem. But why is it that we're going through all of this and yet I, I've not seen a story where they busted a massage parlor and they had, you know, 20 underage girls that have been trafficked from thailand or trafficked from guatemala i'm sure it's out there and i'm sure those stories exist but the stories that i see all say yeah well we didn't find any evidence of that well, yeah i wish we had there were rumors Ugh. speaking of crime i see where i mentioned this on uh pat gray unleashed this morning my chewing the fat segment uh, every wednesday on uh, pat gray unleashed here on uh, the blaze television and a radio network and a podcast network where this show uh, originates uh, mike tyson accused of raping a woman after the two met at an albany nightclub in the early 90s the woman claims tyson raped her in a limousine resulting in physical psychological and emotional injury in the years since i got in tyson's limousine to pick up my friend from her house tyson immediately started to touch me and attempted to kiss me i told him no several times and i asked him to stop but he continued to attack me he then pulled my pants off and violently raped me that does not sound fun <laughs> that does not sound fun and if true uh i can you know i i get it that you suffered why didn't you come forward then uh, it makes me question the validity of your accusations now. But it was filed under the state's Adult Survivors Act, 
which obviously gives sexual assault victims a one-year window to file lawsuits over assaults that happened years or even decades ago. Now, the New York, the California Act ended at the end of last year, the beginning of this year, and this act out of New York, the Adult Survivors Act, ends in November of this year. So get them in. Get them in while you can. The woman has is seeking $5 million in damages for the alleged attack, and uh, they have filed an affirmation to keep her identity anonymous out of fear she might be publicly scrutinized. You think? She said she's developed lifelong problems, including but not limited to issues with sex and with being touched as a result of the rape. I've been unable to maintain and or develop healthy relationships with men or anyone in general. I've experienced extreme emotional suffering, including but not limited to nightmares, panic attacks, and flashbacks. Again, horrible. Horrible. If this is true, it's horrible. Why didn't you come forward earlier? I just, I, I don't understand that, that whole power dynamic. Plus, uh, maybe a few years ago, Mike might have had $5 million to pay you. Right now, I don't know that Mike has that money. <laughs> uh, good luck. Good luck getting that money. Uh, I mean, if you want, if you, if it'll make, if, if it's actually, if it actually happened and you can prove it and he's found guilty, uh, then what? How do you get the money? Uh, I don't know that. And does that make you feel better even without the money? I, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it will make you feel better even without the money. I'm sure that the money is what's going to help you get over your continued suffering. That's just me, though. Just guessing. And I see where another guy, uh, this Mike Landrum, has reportedly filed a suit against Mike Tyson. Uh, Landrum says that the nickname Iron Mike was trademarked by him in 1983. He is seeking damages of $115 million. If Mike doesn't have the five to pay this lady, he sure as hell doesn't have the $115 million. But let's let's just say for a second uh, that this guy, Mike Landrum, whoever he is, uh trademarked the boxer uh trademarked iron mark in 1983 let's just say that let's just use that as an example yep he did um no one knows who you are you didn't come forward in a reasonable amount of time so i think you've voided i mean i realize legally you probably have not voided your trademark but you have voided your trademark in the fact that when you say Iron Mike, you think of Mike Tyson. You don't think of Mike Landrum. So, good luck. Good luck with both of those. Good luck. God bless. I hope you uh, hope you win your case. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Mike will sell a pigeon or two that he has out back in his Vegas home. And he can send you a couple of bucks. But until then, eh. Oh, did you see where a second hiker has gone missing on Mount Baldy? What are we doing? Why can we tell people maybe not go there right now? Uh, that's the same Mount Baldy that the actor Julian Sands has been missing for almost two weeks. Right? I mean, it's been a long time. Uh, and he was reporting missing. He reported missing on January thirteenth of this year. 
So, I mean, it's been almost, I mean, today is the 25th. If you're listening live, today is 125, 2023. So we're looking at almost two weeks. I hope he's still alive. I hope and pray that he's still alive, but the odds are getting slimmer. And now there's a second hiker that's gone missing on the on Mount Baldy, the same place that Julian Sands is missing. So he went out on a solo hike. Maybe we don't do that. Maybe during the time we're searching for someone, that's the time when we don't let other hikers go out. <laughs> Without, you know, being on a on a hiker rope. Uh, they can go out and help for the search so that we know they're there. But if they're going to go out on their own, yeah, no, we can't allow that right now. Uh, we've already wasted all kinds of time and money looking for this guy. And uh, now we're going to have to look for you if you go out on your own. Maybe we do that. That's just me, though. That's just me thinking out loud. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So, you know, we're living in the golden age of TV, right? I mean, peak times for television. And the number of scripted U.S. TV series hit a record all-time high last year. I mean, another 599 added to the ever-growing television trove. But I was looking at this chart about viewership. 19 of the top 20 TV networks saw their viewership fall in 2022. Incredible. Uh, ESPN was the only one that went up they uh they went up 14 percent everyone else down uh, msnbc was way down like 22 percent and uh tbs fox hdtv uh tnt Disney Channel, Telemundo, History Channel. Looks like they were all about 10% down. And then Univision, History Channel, CBS, NBC, ABC, TLC, Food Network were all in between 10 and 0. And uh, Ion, Fox News Channel, and INSP were all in the, you know, the low numbers between, you know, above or minus 0. A negative one or two anyway it's just incredible to me uh, how the uh, network viewership has changed right i mean holy cow top 20 and only one went forward pretty incredible really amazing that uh, uh live sports was the only thing i mean that's what kept it on that's why youtube signed the 14 billion dollar nfl deal Apple wants uh, Major League Baseball. They're trying to find a way to get into NFL. Amazon uh, got into the NFL and wants to have more sports coverage. Uh, they want to try to build a standalone app for sports coverage for you know football, tennis, soccer, and baseball. I'd like to be in on that. I wish they would call me. Jeff, call me, okay? I know you're looking to – the report is you're looking to sell the Washington Post so that you could buy the Washington Commanders. Uh, I would venture to say that you don't need to do that. 
I know they're saying that uh, what's-his-face, the owner of the Commanders, doesn't like the Washington Post because they're the ones that broke the story uh, that made, you know, started his downfall. But the NFL owners want him out. So he's out. Doesn't matter what you do. So what matters is he's out. You have the money. Buy the team. That's it. That's all you need to do. It's nice and easy. I've already signed it for you. And then call me and I'll help you with that standalone app for your sports coverage. Okay? All right, good. I mean, you saw the numbers on the NFL this past weekend. Incredible, right? I mean, the Jaguars and Chiefs averaged 34.3 million. Yeah, I know. Uh, the lowest rated game were the, was the Eagles and the Giants Saturday night at 28.6 million viewers. And that's because it was a blowout. I mean, if the Giants would have hung around, more people would have stuck around. Then Sunday, you had the Bills and the uh, you had the Bills and the Bengals at thirty nine point three two three million viewers in the early window on Sunday for that game. And then on the night game, you had the Forty ers and the Cowboys forty five point seven million viewers. I mean, that's huge now, just amazing numbers. So, uh, you know, those numbers are th- are the reason that, you know, people want to invest and have live sport networks. So, if uh, you want to give me a call, uh, Jeff, uh, you can email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Just let me know. You know, just DM me. We're good to go. Uh, you know, don't worry about YouTube, although you can message me on YouTube too, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. No problem. You can as been on that. Or, you know what? <laughs> you can order a cameo at Jeffy JFR for Dan Snyder, the uh the you know, the owner of the commanders. And I'll do a cameo and tell Dan that he can take a hike. I'm thinking that you're gonna sell the Washington Post and that you're gonna buy the team whether he likes it or not. Uh, that's not free, of course, Jeff. I won't do that for free, but you know you can order the cameo at Jeffy JFR, and uh, I'll take care of that for you. Okay. All right. Good. Well, our man Alec Baldwin, <laughs> he got some good news. Anyway, he's gonna uh, not be charged for shooting the Rust director Joel Souza. Now, despite firing the gun because there's no unintentional battery uh okay good the new mexico da has said that uh mr baldwin will not be charged for injuring Souza because there's no unintentional battery charge that would apply battery generally requires intention and the prosecutors are not alleging that baldwin had any intention to fire the bullet in the case of Hutchins, he's being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. So how about you drop that too? But you know, that case is still ongoing. So Alec Baldwin <laughs> will be charged in the <laughs> for <laughs> for involuntary manslaughter, <laughs> but he will not be charged in the shooting of director Joel Souza. So. Good news for Alec, I guess. So yesterday I talked about uh, the guy that found the whale skull 
the most intact whale skull, I guess, ever up in Massachusetts. Uh, today, I'm going to tell you about a 120 million year old bird fossil from China. I know it has uh, features like an avian skeleton, but a T Rex, a T Rex like skull. So it's a T Rex flying dinosaur. Uh, it's a bird with a skull. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that flying around. I don't need to see this giant bird flying around with the head of a t-rex on it no i don't need that at all um we know according to scientists that modern birds are descended from dinosaurs making them the only dinosaur lineage that survived the planet shaking asteroid impact that wiped out the rest of uh, you know their kind some 66 million years ago but how they evolved from the rest of the theropods uh, a bipedal group with hollow bones and three toes or claws on each foot uh we don't know we don't know we don't know hey you know what even avian dinosaurs as well as non-avian dinosaurs uh like the raptors and the velociraptor we don't know we don't know we don't know we're just guessing all i know is that i do not want to see that in the sky I find it interesting that the whale skull we were so happy with yesterday was only 12 million years old. <laughs> That's nothing. This one, 120 million years ago. How would you like to be walking around then? Uh, no. Well, again, no thank you. I would not want to be walking around then. Okay? No. Now, if you listen to this show, Chewing the Fat, well, first of all, thank you. But you know that this show supports zoos. No one, in fact, I, I personally believe no one supports zoos more than this show. I mean, when the Virginia Zoo uh, had a baby hippopotamus for Christmas, it was almost a song. <laughs> that made me happy. That made me that made me happy and i've had uh i've had other zoos on this show talking about the orangutans and the giraffes no one supports zoos more than me now the dallas texas zoo has been a little uh under the fire lately uh remember uh, a week or so ago they had uh they had a big cat get out they had uh apparently someone had tampered with the cage got the cat out and it, the cat was still on the zoo property it didn't get out they also someone tampered with the cages of the monkeys the monkeys didn't get out the monkeys sat there just kind of like ah, i'm not going anywhere if i get out then they hunt me down i don't want to i just want my lunch all right bring me my lunch but they i mean they shut down the zoo well now and they were looking because they believed that the you know the enclosures were tampered with uh on purpose so you know letting these animals out well now they have a ten thousand dollar reward out after they found an endangered vulture dead i mean okay a endangered vulture the male lappet-faced vulture named pin 
was found dead in its enclosure January 21st. Wow. I mean, vultures get big. Uh, the picture of uh, Pin uh, is a, I mean, that's a big bird. But I remember seeing uh, the one zoo I went to in Boise, Idaho, this bird sanctuary zoo in Boise, Idaho, had all these vultures. I think it was a, a home for vultures. <laughs> it was a nursing home. In fact, if you have a vulture that needs to go to a nursing home, there's a vulture nursing home uh sanctuary in boise idaho anyway uh it might be related to the university there because it was in the park i don't remember i don't remember anyway we we went there and we started they had all these vultures it was incredible uh, some of these vultures were huge so i mean if you were gonna if you were gonna do something bad to one that would take some doing so they believe they're investigating this bird's death as suspicious and a necropsy is going to be conducted uh, on its body. I'd like to have the information on that. If you're arrested, you could face felony charges for animal cruelty. Duh. Yeah. So the vulture was found wounded, but they won't say whether it was shot. So it could have been, I mean, somebody could have heard it, uh, you know, and not shot it. Duh. That's what, the, what that, that's what that means, Jeff. Thank you. So I guess they're going to expand their safety and security measures to the animals and the staff and the people that live near the zoo. Yeah, how about we should have already done that? I don't know what we're doing. Uh, they have the bird was one of four lappet-faced vultures at the zoo. Two males and one female remain. Okay, well, I mean, at least the females got a couple of guys to hang out with for a little vulture business going on at the zoo <laughs> but they're a declining population darn it and i know i always say humans first and i believe that i believe humans first but it doesn't mean that we should wipe animals off the planet but you know what let's say for an example and this is just me thinking you know well i've got you here let's say that the lapid faced vultures are no more what happens what's that you go about your day and it's just as if the lapid face vulture was never on the earth huh huh that's not the all right if you say so speaking of animals i saw a tweet the other day that says the u.s coast guard found a turtle with 53 million dollars worth of cocaine strapped to it <laughs> now my first my first thought was I didn't know you could train turtles. I did not know that. So I, I learned something new. But apparently, and uh, so it got me interested in the actual story and is, you know, are we, are other cartels training turtles to, you know, swim blocks of cocaine across the ocean? Well, the answer to that is obviously no. Uh, they are not. They may have tried, but. They, it didn't work out this particular story and how do i know that well this particular story was from 2017 so five years ago i mean i don't know why this is making the rounds on social media again but it is and the turtle was entangled in a field of these bales there was wire keeping the bales together and uh, they had the, some floating devices there with uh, some gps monitors on it i found it you know, fascinating that these blocks were just sailing like that i don't know that they just threw it in the ocean and uh you know they have the gps finder on it so once it gets close to some 
sure, then that's where they go pick it up. Not real sure. Uh, but it's pretty incredible. So this, sadly, this turtle, you know, got entangled in there. And of course, so the cartels aren't training turtles. Um, it might be something that you could do. Uh, if you don't, if you're looking for a gig and you don't know what to do with yourself, you know what to do. You can start training turtles <laughs> and see if you can see if you can train turtles to drag drugs across the ocean. That would be great. <laughs> But as of right now, you can't. You can't do that because this was five years ago and it really wasn't, you know, the turtle being trained to pull the drugs. It was just got caught up in the, the tangled and the Coast Guard found it. And, uh, wow. I mean, if these blocks just washed up on shore, boy, that'd be a tough one to tough find, wouldn't it? Darn, look at those blocks of cocaine all wired together on the beach. I'm going to have to call someone. No, really, I mean it. <laughs> so anyway, that was an old story. And I, I just, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's what happens on the internet. I see these stories show up on social media and I'm like, wait, what? And then, you know, if you do just a tad bit of digging, you realize that, uh, you know, it's either not true or it's old. Like I just the other day, I saw a story that talked about scientists made an incredible discovery in the ocean's twilight zone off Tahiti. And I thought again, cause I remember last year we found this coral reef off Tahiti. That was amazing. They didn't even know about yeah, science weird. So science is settled. Is it, is it? Because a year ago, we just found this coral reef that we didn't even know existed. Uh, yeah, but the science is settled. Anyway, uh, it was the same story. Uh, so it was not a new story. We haven't found a new coral reef that we didn't know existed. Because now, when we talk about the coral reef in Tahiti, we, we know it exists. But back then, we didn't know it existed. So it was just the science wasn't settled. Now the science can be settled again until the science isn't settled again. Because we know that it's there. We haven't found a new one. Yeah, you get that. So we may as well stick to our animal-themed show today. <laughs> I feel like Merv Griffin. That's our theme this week, animals. Um... Uh, Apparently, in uh, Wichita, Kansas, uh, police were called to respond to a dispute over several monkeys. Now, the Wichita Police Department uh, uh, said that the dispute was between a person from Oklahoma and a person from Missouri. And you do not want to get in between an Oklahoman and a Missourian. Okay, you just don't want to do it. So, apparently, uh, it was a civil matter, and the police helped de-escalate the situation thank you thank you police thank you we appreciate it very much thank you so uh according to the wichita police department 11, 11 monkeys were involved in the deal and they appeared to be well fed and taken care of uh the police did not know what kind of monkeys they were but noted they were small they were told that the monkeys valued seven thousand dollars each okay now apparently the transaction was completed before the two met in kansas all right so they worked out a deal and the money switched hands 
All right, but uh, you know they weren't happy with the deal once they got together in Kansas. So apparently, the person from Missouri didn't like the deal that the Oklahoma guy was giving them. So in the end, after the police showed up, the Missouri and it says I say the Missouri guy could have been a girl. I don't know that of the person from Missouri kept three monkeys and a kangaroo. I don't know where the kangaroo came from, but that's what the Missouri guy kept the three monkeys and the kangaroo. The person from Oklahoma took eight monkeys. (laughs) So you keep eight monkeys and I'm going to take my three monkeys and the kangaroo. Okay. But according to the police, the kangaroo was not part of the deal. So the kangaroo must have came with the Missouri guy already. I, I don't know, I guess, because that's who the kangaroo ended up being with is the guy, the person from Missouri. So it must have just been a monkey deal. Maybe the Oklahoma guy wanted to, you know, shortchange him or say, hey, I'll trade you a couple monkeys for the kangaroo. And the Missouri guy didn't want any part of it, wanted to keep his kangaroo. That was probably it, actually. So the guy shows up with 11 monkeys, and then the Missouri guy shows up with his for nothing in a kangaroo. And so he makes the he made the deal with the Oklahoma guy for some monkeys. And so the Oklahoma guy says, "Hey, I got eight monkeys here. You know, I'll give you those, but I'll give you a couple more for the kangaroo." And then that's when the fight ensued. I don't know. I'm just guessing. And you don't want, like I said, you don't want to get in between an Oklahoma and a Missourian fighting over monkeys and kangaroos. You just don't want to do that. Now I didn't know. As long as we're talking about monkeys, I didn't know that there's a nursing home for monkeys, but a Boston nonprofit group that provided service monkeys to those in need now cares for the animals in their golden years. Isn't that special? And I, yes, isn't that special? So I didn't realize that they actually had service monkeys, but they do. And I mean, of course they do. I, mean, I don't know why. It's not a surprise to me. It just I didn't think about it. Helping Hands Monkey Helpers was founded to raise and train capuchin monkeys to provide daily in-home assistance to people living with mobility impairments. I love that. I love that. Hey, monkey, give me a drink. <laughs> that's uh, it's not quite a robot. But it's getting pretty close. Uh, is that your pet monkey? Now that's my deal monkey. I <laughs> uh, need a drink. And uh, bring me back a little sandwich, too. I don't know if, they, if we've trained them to make sandwiches yet. So uh, the organization, the Helping Hands Monkey Helpers, has now transitioned to providing care for the former helper monkeys in their retirement years. So it's a monkey nursing home. And I didn't realize there is such a thing. There could be such a thing, but there is. And good for these people for helping these monkeys out because after years of helping people in the nursing home, why shouldn't they have a little nursing home love? Right? Right. You have no idea how bad I want to do monkey right now. (laughs) That's all I want. 
That's all I want. I want a little do monkey that'll go fetch me things. That is awesome. So I saw a story uh, the other day about a uh, it was it was like a fact check story that talked about things that women couldn't do uh in 1971 and according to snopes and i mean it's on snopes and they say it's true then it's got to be true a viral piece of text accurately lists nine things women couldn't do in 1971 okay uh you know i know we were all happy i guess this started uh let's see in 2019 many people took to the internet to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the 19th amendment which gave women the right to vote on paper a piece of text stated to uh started to circulate on social media that supposedly listed nine things that women couldn't do until 1971 the following list is the nine things that women couldn't do in 1971. Yes, the date is correct, 1971. Number one, get a credit card in her own name. It wasn't until 1974 that a law forced credit card companies to issue cards to women without their husband's signature. Number two, they couldn't, uh, that was in 1971. Be guaranteed that they wouldn't be unceremoniously fired for the offense of getting pregnant. That changed with the Pregnancy Discrimination Act of 1978. Now, I would just like to say that my mother worked full-time throughout these years uh, prior to the Pregnancy Discrimination Act of 1978 and held down a full-time job and had two children. And so she wasn't uh, unceremoniously fired for getting pregnant at her job although it could have happened jeff okay yeah it could have it could have happened uh serve on jury uh it varied state by state utah deemed women fit to jury duty way back in 1879 but the main reason women were kept out of jury pools was that they were considered the center of the home which was their primary responsibility as caregivers they were also thought to be too fragile to hear the grisly details of crimes and too sympathetic by nature to be able to remain objective about those accused of offenses. <laughs> In 1961, the Supreme Court unanimously upheld a Florida law that exempted women from serving on juries. It wasn't until 73 that women could serve on juries in all 50 states. Uh, fight on the front lines. Admitted into military academies in 1976. It wasn't until 2013 that the military ban on women in combat was lifted. But prior to 1973, women were only allowed in the military as nurses or support staff. Get an Ivy League education. These are things that women could not do in 1971. Incredible. Get an Ivy League uh, education. Yale and Princeton didn't accept female students until 1969. Harvard didn't admit women until 1977 uh, when it merged with the all-female Radcliffe College. Uh, Brown, which merged with Women's College Pembroke, Dartmouth, and Columbia did not offer admission to women until 71, 72, and 1981. Uh, wow, well, there were other case-specific instances, too. Uh, women in the 60s who harbored Ivy League dreams had to put them on hold. Yeah, sorry you're not going here. Take care. Uh, take legal action against workplace sexual harassment. The first time a court recognized office sexual harassment as grounds for any legal action was in 1977. 
Did any workplace sexual harassment take place <laughs> prior to that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Decide not to have sex if their husband wanted to. Spousal rape wasn't criminalized in all 50 states until 1993. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Obtain health insurance at the same monetary rate as a man. Sex discrimination wasn't outlawed in health insurance until 2010. And today, many, including city elected officials at the federal level, feel women don't mind paying a little bit more. (laughs) It was uh, 2010, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I can't take it, but some of this is... All right. A birth control pill. Issues like reproductive freedom and a woman's right to decide when and whether to have a children were only just beginning to be openly discussed in the 60s. Yes, that's right. They were only going, you you can kill a baby. It's okay. The FDA approved birth control pill, but only for severe menstrual distress. How far we have come. Uh, That was in 1960. The pill was approved for use as a contraceptive. So even so, the pill was illegal in some states, could be prescribed only to married women for purposes of family planning, and not all pharmacies stocked it. Uh, some of those opposed said oral contraceptives were immoral, promoted prostitution, and were tantamount to abortion. It wasn't until seven year, several years later that birth control was approved for use by all women, regardless of marital status. In short, birth control meant a woman could complete her education which, how could she have done that if she was pregnant? I don't know. Enter the workforce. I don't know how they could do that when they were pregnant. And plan her own life. Yeah, she could plan. I just, I can't take the abortion argument. It drives me insane. So those were all things that uh, women could not do in 1971. And they can do now. So is the world a better place for it? I heard you. I heard your answer. I heard your answer. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.